Welcome to the National Gallery of Art Music Programs, offering a deeper understanding of the art of music. The National Gallery of Art presented the Poulon Trio on Sunday, May 5th, 2019, in the West Building, West Garden Court. This program was in honor of the exhibition The American Pre-Raphaelites, Radical Realists at the National Gallery of Art. The program the Poulenc Trio performed was titled An American View, Whitman and the American Pre-Raphaelites. Since its founding in 2003, the Poulenc Trio has performed in 46 of the United States and at music festivals throughout the world, including the Ravello Festival in Italy, the San Miguel de Allende Festival in Mexico, and the White Nights Festival in Russia, where the group toured and premiered two new works with violinist Hilary Hahn. The New York Times has praised the trio for its elegant rendition of Piazzolo's tangos. The Washington Post said the trio does its namesake proud in an intriguing and beautifully played program with convincing elegance, near effortless lightness and grace. The trio has garnered positive attention in recent full-length profiles by Chamber Music Magazine and by the Double Read Journal. The group has been called virtuosos of classical and contemporary chamber music in a profile for Russian television. The first selection from this concert, we will hear three pieces with Whitman, originally composed by Tom Benjamin for the Poulenc Trio in 2003. This performance is a new pairing that combines Benjamin's music, a study in shifting contrasts and moods, with poems by Whitman, read by Katie Harrison, weekend host and operations director for Maryland radio station WBJC, based in Baltimore. On the beach at night alone, as the old mother sways her to and fro, singing her husky song, as I watch the bright star shining, I think a thought of the clef of the universes and of the future. A vast similitude interlocks all, all spheres, grown, ungrown, small, large, suns, moons, planets, all distances of place, however wide, all distances of time, all inanimate forms, all souls, all living bodies, though they be ever so different, or in different worlds. All gaseous, watery, vegetable, mineral processes, the fishes, the brutes, all nations, colors, barbarisms, civilizations, languages, all identities that have existed or may exist on this globe or any globe all lives and deaths, all of the past, present, future. This vast similitude spans them and always has spanned and shall forever span them and compactly hold and enclose them.
Tears. 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 In the night, in solitude, tears. On the white shore dripping, dripping, sucked in by the sand. Tears, not a star shining, all dark and desolate. Moist tears from the eyes of a muffled head. Oh, who is that ghost, that form in the dark with tears? What shapeless lump is that, bent, crouched there on the sand? Streaming tears, sobbing tears, throes, choked with wild cries. Oh, storm, embodied, rising, careering with swift steps along the beach. Oh, wild and dismal night storm with wind. Oh, belching and desperate. Oh, shade, so sedate and decorous by day, with calm countenance and regulated pace. But away at night as you fly, none looking. Oh, then the unloosened ocean of tears, tears. Tears. the river road, my forenoon walk, my rest. Skyward in the air, a sudden muffled sound, the dalliance of the eagles, the rushing amorous contact high in space together, the clinching interlocking claws, a living, fierce, gyrating wheel, four beating wings, 
two beaks, a swirling mass, tight grappling, in tumbling, turning, clustering loops, straight downward falling, till o'er the river poised, the twain yet one, a moment's lull, a motionless still balance in the air, then parting, talons loosing, upward again on slow firm pinion slanting, their separate diverse flight, she hers, he his pursuing.
The second selection from this concert, we will hear William Grant Still's Vignettes. Still was a gifted conductor and composer, and the first African-American to have major productions of both a symphony, the Afro-American Symphony in 1931, and an opera, Troubled Island, in 1949. In 1936, Still became the first African-American to conduct a noted American orchestra when he led the Los Angeles Philharmonic at the Hollywood Bowl. Still was born in 1895. In 1911, he enrolled in Wilberforce University in Ohio, where he began to study medicine. He left the college before graduating and turned his attention to music, studying composition at Ohio's Oberlin Conservatory of Music. He also spent time learning from George Whitfield Chadwick at the New England Conservatory of Music in Boston. Later, he was instructed by Edgar Varese. Still gained practical experience arranging band music for Paul Whiteman, W.C. Handy, and Artie Shaw. He was honored with Guggenheim Fellowships in both 1934 and 1935. Many of Still's musical creations melded jazz with more traditional orchestral melodies. They also incorporated his passionate interest in African music, as well as his societal concerns about African Americans in the United States. Much of Still's music, like these vignettes, written in 1962, explores non-traditional American music, including music by Native Americans. Walt Whitman was also fascinated by Native American culture. Considering that the genocide of the American Indians formed the backdrop of much of Whitman's life, he only wrote sparingly and sometimes conflictingly about Native Americans, as evident in his 1876 poem, From Far Dakota's Canyons. Still's vignettes explore themes and familiar refrains referencing depictions, sometimes Eurocentric depictions, of African, Native American, and Creole music.
In the final selection from this concert, we hear the trio for oboe, bassoon, and piano by André Previn. In relation to the Pre-Raphaelites, Previn's trio references Aaron Copland's searching evocation of the American plains with open chords in the piano and wind melodies tinged with hints of jazz. André Previn was born to a Jewish family in Berlin that emigrated to the United States in 1939 to escape the Nazis. He became a U.S. citizen in 1943 and grew up in Los Angeles. An Oscar winner, Previn toured and recorded as a jazz pianist and was conductor of the Los Angeles Philharmonic from 1985 to 1989. In the United Kingdom, where he was knighted in 1996, Previn is particularly remembered for his performance on The Morecambe and Wise Show in 1971, which involved his conducting a spoof performance of the Grieg Piano Concerto. At a concert in Britain afterwards, Previn had to interrupt the concerto to allow the audience time to stop giggling as they remembered the sketch. It's still considered one of the funniest comedy moments of all time. Previn composed his trio for piano, oboe, and bassoon in 1994 as a commission for the Orchestra of St. Luke's, the National Endowment for the Arts, and the Mary Flagler Carey Charitable Trust. Music for this combination of instruments is unusual, but by no means unique. French composers especially loved the sound of woodwinds, and in some ways, Previn's trio shows virtues that might be thought typically French. Clarity, careful attention to the character of the individual instruments, and a sense of play and fun. Yet, if the impulse behind this music can be thought of as French, it also has an American accent, full of energy, jazz rhythms, and the open harmonies that have, since the time of Copeland and Harris, distinguished American music. The piece has three movements. The opening, marked lively, moves from a spiky beginning through a flowing second theme group introduced by the bassoon and marked espressivo. The basic metric markings in this movement are 2-4 and 4-4, but Previn frequently interrupts this even pulse with individual measures in such subdivisions as 7-8, 5-8, 3-4, 7-16, and others. It is indeed a lively movement, precisely for the vitality of its rhythms and a brief coda that drives to an emphatic close on a unison B-flat. In the second movement, slow, a piano prelude leads to the entrance of the solo oboe. This entrance is marked lonely, a marking that might apply to the entire movement where long chromatic woodwind lines wind their way above chordal accompaniment. The music rises to a climax, then falls away to conclude on its opening material, now varied. The last movement, jaunty, changes meter almost by the measure. Previn treats the two wind instruments as a group and sets them in contrast to the piano, which has extended solo passages. The leaping, opening idea reappears in many forms, including inversion, and near the end, 
the tempo speeds ahead as Previn specifies that the music should be played with jazz phrasing. These riffs alternate with brief piano interludes marked simply. Gradually, the movement's opening theme reasserts itself, and the trio rushes to its blistering close once again on a unison B-flat.
We hope you'll join us on a Sunday afternoon, fall through spring, as we continue our free concerts at the National Gallery of Art in Washington, D.C. For more information, please visit www.nga.gov music.